The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. I'm Dan. And I'm Ben. And, and we're, we're the, the Torres, Torres Brothers. Brothers. How's it going, Danny? It's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you, too. I, you know, we're feeling a lot... We're feeling. We're seeing we're a lot feeling. of each other lately. <laughs> we're we're feeling feelings together, but we're defi- we're seeing each other in person mm-hmm. um, a lot lately. But I still... I feel like I still barely see you, too, in some ways. Yeah. Because, I, it, we, you know, we're working on this show together right now, and mm-hmm. when we're there... It, it, one thing I love about you, it's like me when you're we're there, we're working, mm-hmm. and it's like you know we're not there to like have conversations on and stage or catch up or and, like do anything like yeah. that. We're there to work first and then socialize second. Yeah, and so our rehearsals kind of get consumed by that, and then we get some time to like talk a little bit after and stuff like that. But yeah. One of the great things about being on this podcast together is being to like elaborate on that stuff more. It is, yeah. It's nice to be able to elaborate and do stuff like that. Absolutely, because I feel like we, I feel like we have talked about the show, but we haven't talked about the show. Yeah, each other, like just each other personally. You know, I know. I feel like we do a good job recapping like rehearsals and stuff like that. I will oh say yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. But, I gotta, I gotta work on my lines. I have so yeah, many goddamn no. lines in the show. I gotta work on my lines. I'm realizing slowly that I do know most of them because they're pretty short. But I'm, I'm learning. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's cool that you get to focus on like the physicality angle. of yeah, this in absolutely. a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that show. Uh, also, I hear word that DJ is going to be joining the network for certain. Which yes, is very good. I think yeah. the meeting went well last night. So Yeah. Um he uh he came to me with the idea. He was like, Is there any chance I can uh do anything, you know, with the precinct? I was like, Absolutely. I'm sure um Matt would love to have you on or the pod father, I mm-hmm. called him. Uh but yeah, and then DJ started putting stuff together and uh now, yeah, now he's going to be doing a podcast with uh, with the network, which I'm super excited about. Yep, our first new podcast in a while, which that's going to be really exciting. Yeah, it'll be super exciting. Yeah, and he's he's going to be a great addition to this. It's oh yeah, so good. absolutely. Um, I had a fantastic episode of Eat Sleep List that we did last night that is out today. Oh, is it out today? Oh man, it was it was so good. Uh, for those who haven't tuned in yet. Um, Matt and I did our top 10 video game consoles. Oh, um, yeah. And we also, it was a double list. It was it was an inception list. It was the <laughs> list within the list. Um, so we did our top 10 video game consoles, and then we listed our top three games for each console. And we also brought Cheese Man in for it. And honestly, it might be one of my favorite podcast episodes I've, nice. I've done to date. It was, it was so much fun. There was so much nostalgia associated it, with... Yeah, surrounding it, it. It's so strange because 
I've been friends with Steve for so long that it always just seems like we've had everything in common together. Mm -hmm. But going through that list, it kind of like every stage of like when we were talking about certain consoles, there was like a game on everything that we did together. And it was like some kind of phase in my life. I talk about kind of a spoiler for this, but I talk about the PS3 at one point and I talk about uh, Black Ops when Black Ops was out. And I kind of bumbled, uh, uh, fumbled it a little bit because it was kind of a combination of Black Ops 1 and 2. for, nah, um, okay. But I just included Black Ops 1, but it was for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was and for I, both. And I talk about on there how we, like, for the new maps and stuff, we'd all be so, always be so hyped. Like, that's what kept me in mm-hmm. touch with my friends when I moved to Kenmore, was playing Call of Duty with them. I literally, I talk about, how um, when Mob came out, it was Mob or another map like that. Mm-hmm. I literally skipped a college class and came home on the bus. I think it was Mob of the Dead. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Mob to uh, to play yeah. that with him that night and to premiere it. My my favorite memory of that will always be um, you, Dan, and uh, Monkey or Steve or um, me, Dan and Monkey. No, sorry, uh, Steve. You and uh, oh, yeah. Monkey playing video, playing COD together, and John, oh, the John, no, yeah, yeah. John is screaming and swearing and saying all this stuff, and he keeps saying, "You know, this is Steve's dad on the other line, right?" And John's like, "No, it's not. It's Mikey. I know it's Mikey. It's not <laughs> monkey. It's not yeah, Mikey. Monkey. Go, it's not Mikey, John. It's Monkey." He's like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! Funny. Oh, it's that just was the that best. was actually the day I realized Steve's dad played video games. I was like, "Oh, cool." Yeah. I know no. it's it, he's always been so cool like that as far as like that's another way I've connected with him and his family is like through oh, there, yeah. there are tons of memories with his family specifically. Yeah, I mean, they're all game gamers pretty much. And it's really cool. Excuse me. Um, yeah, but it's just, you know, because that's I saw dad play video games a couple of times, but it was like uh, Gran Turismo and uh an MLB, you yep. know, it wasn't like a shooter or anything like that. No, he didn't really do any like exactly. first person shooters or yeah. anything like that. But I remember we sure Wii Bowling. That was the only other big thing he did. Everybody played like Wii Sports. Wii that Sports, was such a fun yeah. thing about that game. It's like everybody was well, yeah. able to just it, do that. And it got everyone thinking, you know, this is a way to be active. And <laughs> really, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, there's I yeah I can't spoil too much about this episode because there's there's something fun really funny that comes up no, ab- yeah. about the Wii when when we go over it. You know, I speaking of Wii, I think uh, I've been pushing it off for, for too long. I think I'm gonna. I think we have an old Wii system. I don't know if it works still or not, but I'm mm. gonna hook it up and I think I'm gonna play Twilight Princess. Oh, that would be so that. good. So long. It's such a fun game. And it it also like it gave me like nostalgia of you and John too because there's a lot that we bonded over video game wise. Yeah, whether it was good, that's whether true. it was bad, whether it was weird, like we all just we had so many good things. I'll never forget the dungeon level? No, not the dungeon <laughs> level, but we were playing 
you you had a reputation for breaking every controller you oh, ever got your hands on. Of course. And I think we were playing – it must have been like SmackDown versus Raw or something like that. And something happened and you just picked up the controller and whipped it across the room. And it just smacked the wall. It must have flown like 15 feet and just smacked the wall. And it was one of those ones – where immediately when it hit, I was like, well, that yeah, one's broken. Yeah, it was broken. Like, and that one was like never the same. I was so pissed off. <laughs> I don't remember. What game were we playing? We were, I think it was SmackDown versus Raw. You were like, he wouldn't let me have the chair or something like that. <laughs> That's why I was like, either that or I was trying to do the, because uh, the, the only thing we played was Hell in a Cell. So it was probably me trying to break you through the top of the cage. It could have been that. It could have been. It could have been a whole actually. There was of one things. other cool map. It was the backstage. Well, there was that. There was Royal Rumble. You could do TLCs. We did. We did a lot of stuff in that game. It was. It was fun. You guys just yeah. wanted to do Hell in a Cells because you so wanted the most violence possible. It was so much fun. You throw people off the top of the cage just so much. And that's like the only thing we did. We would climb up and throw each other off. Such a, like, the most dangerous stunt in wrestling. It's so much fun. It's just insane. I can't believe that was even a thing. When you when you see that match and you're like, Mick Foley didn't die from doing this. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, yes, right? Yes, yeah, when, when he fell through. The king of the ring when he... So, mm. well... He doesn't fall through immediately. First, he first like the match starts with Undertaker at the top of the cell. They're fighting on top of it, and then Undertaker yeah. tosses him from the top of the cell through oh, an announce table. Yeah, at that's that right. point, at that point, Mick already has a concussion and has broken a couple of ribs, if I can remember correctly. So they're like now stopping I, yeah, the they're like stopping that. the match basically because like this man might. Die. Be like dead. He might. He might actually be dead. And uh, so they're bringing him to the back, and on his own, he brings himself back to the ring. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he no, I'm fine. Climbs back up. They start fighting again. Undertaker ends up choke slamming him, and that that uh, that top wasn't supposed to break. That no, wasn't, wasn't a thing. No. That wasn't a thing. So when yeah, that broke, bro. he thought Mick was dead. <laughs> he thought Mick was like actually dead. And you look, one of Mick Foley's teeth is like through his nose <laughs> in the, when that happens because the impact. It, it literally, it's out of his mouth and like just up like in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, and then they, but what no one talks about after that is they go on to wrestle like a 15 minute match. Oh. How the fuck did Mick do that? I didn't know what that guy. That was. guy. That guy. It's a, it's a miracle he's still alive. Mick Foley's insane. Man. It's a miracle he is still alive. He's a G. He he's one of the most hardcore people wrestlers of all time. He used to he loved the business so much he used to sleep in his car and just eat peanut butter and jelly in order to like just work <laughs> matches and like it, he he's a legend. That's the life, man. Mick Foley. He wrote what a couple a G, of great man. books. He's a couple of he really did. good books. Yeah, um, fully uh, is fully is good and fully is God or fully is good. I think it's fully is good and the real world is faker than wrestling. Is his second one, Mankind: A Tale of Blood and Sweat Socks is his first one, 
and then he wrote a couple. There's a couple that he wrote after that. But I wrote his. I read his second one first, and that was the first time that I got a glimpse into like the backstage world of oh. wrestling and how everything worked through yeah. that. And, um, retirement and coming out of retirement and like it was very good. It was very very good. Nice. But he's also like super funny too. So like you're reading yeah. parts of this book, you're laughing your ass off. Is that man's still alive. McFoley, yeah. yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Wonder how old he is. Late fifties, early sixties, maybe. How? Yeah, it, take a look. Google's your friend. It is McFoley. He's made it far, uh, further than a lot of wrestlers have, as far as age goes. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Wow, yeah. and he's still fairly young. Oh, look at that! Look at that young man. Yeah, I know. He looks good now. Ah, <laughs> I'm so clean. proud. He's like a little. He's a big old teddy bear. <laughs> My favorite match he ever did was his match with Edge at WrestleMania when they did that one. Yeah, you remember that? that I sense. used to have it on DVD. Yeah, yeah. Now, that that one that. has everything. That one has everything. In yeah, it. that one's pretty good. You have it, as soon as Edge spears him at the one point, and Edge is writhing in pain after it happens. You're like, what? Like, what did he do? And then. Mick takes off his flannel and he had barbed wire wrapped around him. Yeah, that's I like that. Then you're like, oh, Mick we're go- crazy. Like we're going here for this match. Like this is <laughs> this is the type of stuff we're doing here. Okay, and then it ends with that spear through the flaming table, and it's just <laughs> oh, it's the icing on the cake. I got that for my birthday the one year. I got WrestleMania 22 for my birthday the one year, and we stayed up watching it. Because we were like, a lot of us hadn't seen the matches. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'll never, as a kid, I always liked WrestleMania 22 because it wasn't just a lot of straightforward singles matches. There there were a lot of stipulations in the matches. Like, it opened with the tag titles being on the line. Then it went to the Money in the Bank match. There was a casket match on there for Undertaker's match. I do Uh, remember that. There was a triple threat for the world title. That was the Array won it. Um, uh, Playboy pillow fight. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, Mickey James and Trish Stratus, one of the weirdest matches of all time, but also very, very good match. Um yeah, there's there's some oh uh the street fight with Vince McMahon and uh and Shawn Michaels where Shawn Michaels kicks the absolute shit that out of him for twenty minutes. One? Yeah. I thought that was on the DX disc. No, that one's not on the DX. There's a lot of good stuff on the on the new DX stuff. Well, kind of. New DX isn't as good as old <laughs> DX was, but uh, old DX is the best. Old DX kicked ass, but the revival's like degeneration. Okay, <laughs> it was just them versus like the Spirit Squad the whole time for the first like six months. It's like them beating up the Spirit Squad over and over and over again. The Spirit Squad, what a dumb name, Nikki, Mikey, and we are the Spirit Squad. They were over. People hated them. So, I mean, and we got Dolph Ziggler out of it, so. Yeah. There you go. Kenny Dystra didn't really plan out too, pan out too well. No. They I tried didn't. sending him to SmackDown for a little bit to do his own thing, and he got buried, like, immediately. <laughs> his first promo, I remember, on SmackDown, he, interrupt, he interrupted Triple H doing something, 
and was cutting this whole promo and like it made it sound like real good and stuff. And then Triple H immediately pedigreed him and just <laughs> and just picked up the mic and went, "Good to see you, Kenny," and, and just walked out. <laughs> and that's the last time I think I saw Kenny Dystra on SmackDown. I think that <laughs> buried him from that point. I think they just buried him again. That's just funny. Like, <laughs> All right, buddy. Never mind. Yeah, literally. I'm gonna pedigree you and their, leave you. Their, their develop the developmental territory for WWE used to be called OVW Ohio Valley Wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, and the last segment Spirit Squad ever had, like DX shoved them in a trunk and packed them up, and the uh, and the trunk said two OVW on it, and they were wheeling <laughs> them out. Like, literally saying, like, yeah, you're going back to developmental. Bye. That's funny. That is terrible. It's terrible. (laughs) It's such such talented people that it's just like, what if we had male cheerleaders? (laughs) I can't believe he's back. (laughs) I can't believe he's fucking back. Yeah, he's back. People want what the people want, I guess. People don't want that. Someone clearly wanted it. He is going to keep his clutches on that company until the day he dies. Oh, of course. He's just not going to let it go whatsoever. It's fucked up. It's it's so like I will say I uh, I saw an old clip the other day of uh, that Tyler had sent me, and it's they keep I forget what it was, but uh, something with Stone Cold Steve Austin and. Vince McMahon keeps going, don't you say that word one more time or I'll cut your lights. And they kept going, what? 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 So he's like, say it one more time. I'll cut your lights and you won't be able to see. And they're like, what? He goes, that's it. Cut the lights. And he's so and the lights disappear on one side of the audience. He's like, how about this side? Do you want it to? They start going, what? And he's like, cut the lights. Yep. They end up they end up in complete darkness and Vince with again. It's like, I can make you all watch in darkness. This is how much power I have. And then you hear Stone Cold's theme happen. And then he goes, wait, turn it back on. Turn it back on. And Stone Cold is in the ring, and he starts yelling in his face, "What? What?" And then he like he like gives him a speech, but I was dying. That's like my favorite thing Vince McMahon has done now. And another thing is, uh, of course, when he pulled his whatever it was, his hamstring or whatever, sliding. Oh, the, the ring. quads! Yeah, yes, the quads. Both yeah. quads doing there's, that. There's that one, which is pretty fucking funny. It's absolutely hilarious. My, Just my, sitting on his ass, screaming at everybody. I love it. I love when uh, I, I think it's um, ah, shoot. It might be. I. It's either Triple H or Edge. I can't. Or to be honest, I can't remember which one. They're talking to Vince McMahon in the middle of the stage, and they're like, "You ate everything. You ate chickens." He's like, "Oh yeah, I it's, ate it's Triple H." <laughs> you and then he goes, "You ate cocks," and he goes, "I love cocks." <laughs> Most mature content I ever. I fucking love that shit. It's so dumb. That's like that's just like that's the reason I didn't like 
DX though for the most part with like with some of the stuff because it because no but for real like the I new DX like new DX was all dick jokes <laughs> new DX was all it wasn't anything like creative or any or like screw the authority it was like oh my dick my dick <laughs> I'm having sex with Stephanie McMahon like all those stupid things like that I saw this I saw this stupid ass clip oh, the other day from one of these eras where Vince McMahon is talking to Sabu and uh he's like he says to him at one point he he's like he's like what are we we're not in the Middle East or something like that that he was <laughs> like he's like oh but if if we're here and you're dressed like that that makes you Al Qaeda. <laughs> what? I was like, <laughs> how did we allow this? Someone it must be Al Qaeda. Dude, someone euthanize this old ass dog, please. <laughs> just, just put this dog out of its He's misery. Seventy seven. I it, just saw. it can't stand on its own and it's shitting itself. Like, <laughs> like it's it's a blessing at that point. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But yeah, so he came back and uh, Stephanie McMahon resigned. Yeah. See that? Yeah. She resigned as CEO. I would too. (laughs) I don't want that dumbass leading my company. He's senile. Oh, man, he's funny. He's so like, his whole booking back in the day was like, how can I make out with as many of these women as possible? (laughs) How can I do it? Hmm. I gotta think about it. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I make him sound like Heath Ledger's Joker every time. Why do I do this? I feel like I feel like my Heath Ledger's Joker by Vince McMahon are just almost slightly interchangeable. <laughs> Except my Heath would be like a little bit more up here. My Vince McMahon's down here like that. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, that's terrible news to come out of the wrestling world this week. I'm sorry. He did he did great for the company for so long. But it's time for them to move on. And Triple H was just really starting to make some beautiful things happen in that company. Yeah. And I think that's uh, let him die in peace. So that's just step in the it's not a step actually. In the I'm just saying, let your career die in peace. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Not him specifically. Not you. Yeah, not you. You don't. Peace. You don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Lord, yeah, that is some funny news. <laughs> he was a funny man. But... He, uh, there was some definitely some weird wrestling stuff back in the day. Oh yeah, like, that I didn't realize how weird it was at the time, and now you're like, oh, what were we <laughs> watching here? Some terrible, uh, terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, they made some bad moves, but. Like, like freaking bra and panties, man. What were we thinking? Come on. Women's wrestling went so far and we're like, oh, we're going to have a match where yeah. all these... WrestleMania 20, there's like this match where like... It's, it's, the, it's literally the same exact thing. Except <laughs> they're all in like different like porn outfits. So one of them's dressed as like a nurse... The other is like a schoolgirl, yeah, or like that, a nun or something like that. Yeah, yeah and like the match shit. starts, and they just like strip themselves, and I was like, "Why? Why? 
Like you cut down this you cut down on. a wrestler's time for this match. <laughs> you cut down time on another wrestler's match so you could put this on the show. Oh man. Like who needs to see it? No wonder kids are like walking around all like desensitized to everything. I know, right? Because Seriously. as kids we saw this stupid ass stuff all the time. <laughs> that was just on TV. Oh uh, yeah, fair enough. Disgusting. <laughs> so um, bad. But anyway, moving to different topics. Uh, did you ever watch Community? No. Did you hear they're making a movie? I did hear that they're making a Community. And yeah, they begin filming in June. I wanted to watch the seasons that Donald Glover's on, and at least. He is so funny in that show. <laughs> There's a scene where, like, uh, where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff, he's kind of like the main character. He says, a uh, hundred people die every day. A hundred people will die after I finish this sentence. Mm. And, or no, he says, a hundred people in China will die after I finish this sentence. And Donald Clever, like drops his phone and he goes, why did you stop talking? I have to call my pen pal. <laughs> and he starts looking for his phone. He's super funny. He's so funny, especially in that show. Oh, my God. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's... Uh- He's like a really, really good actor as far as so many. I need to watch Such Atlanta for like a lot of reasons. I, I have mostly to, him. I have to finish Atlanta. Season one and two were so fucking. Good. I've seen the Lavar Burton clip from Community a million times. I love, it's Burton, one of my favorite that. things that has ever existed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, I, I just never got into community. I was always into 30 Rock. I was always in the office. I never got into community for whatever reason. That show is so funny. I don't know why. I just find it so funny to me, though. Yeah. I knew... I'm trying to remember if I knew Childish first from acting or from uh, or from doing his music. I think his music, but just like barely. I think I just kind of knew who he was music-wise, mm. but I didn't know they were the same person. I think my first exposure was that stand-up of who exactly oh, he yeah. is. And then I think through that I found his music, and then, yeah. Hot take, because I was listening to it last night. What, his special? No, no, no. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I go for but, it. I don't think Redbone's that good of a song. Oh, that is a bit of a hot take. It's I like it. I don't think it's that good of a song. Okay, that good? I guess that's fine. It's, it's very kind of repetitive after a while. It is repetitive. You're like, oh, okay. I don't necessarily like that album either. I know a lot of people really like that album for what it was, but like... Okay, so shout out to Tyler because this is a very oh a ty- boy. Well, no, Tyler. His music sucks. No, it all sucks. no, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tyler. Tyler will. I I showed Tyler my like favorite Gambino project that he had never heard before. Tyler had never heard the project before, and he uh... was like, and, and from what I remember, his reaction was like, "Oh shit." Like this is this is why people like revered. Was it his EP? It was ro- the royalty mixtape. Have you ever heard royalty? I don't know if I have. You need to. You that'll mm. change your whole life. That'll change your whole life when you listen to it. Kind of loses steam by the end a little bit. Um, but 
Uh, that mixtape is top five mixtapes of all time for me. Really? Yeah, not just by him. Just off the top five all time. Right. I'd, all time. I'd say that it's up there for me. The features he has, like, he never uses Wow. Features. Right. He never uses features on the albums for the most part. And that is like his most feature heavy project. Yeah. And the features he has on it are RZA, Ab Soul, Schoolboy, uh, Nipsey, Bun B, Chance the Rapper, Danny Brown. That Nipsey song is Ghost one of my favorite killer. Nipsey songs of all time. Wow. Holy uh-uh. shit. Yeah. He's got a We lot. Ain't Them made the top. Uh, top twenty of a lot of people's lists of we ain't best, them. yeah, of best rap songs that year. Um, uh, that yeah, there's Tina Fey. Yeah, Tina Fey. Tina Fey spits of the in the last thing. What the one? Um, the one song off that mixtape. It's one of the last ones. Let me. Do you have the track list yes, in front of you right it now? Is, um, it's like read, read them one one up. Read like read like the bottom. The like the bottom five, the uh, last five tracks, because I think it's one of them. Argument, is it argument? Argue is it argument or argument? It's just spelled weird. It's a two r's a n g e m e n t. Just uh, it kind of just threw me off. Oh, arrogant! I think is that one. Is that what it? Here, you read it. <laughs> I'm fucking, I feel like I'm dyslexic now. I don't know if that person spelled it wrong or if that's the name of the song. I oh, no I think it must have been a glitch or something like that because it looks fine now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Arrangement is the Ar- name of Arrangement. Yeah. Arrangements, the name of the song. I was going to say, does arrangement have two R's? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't think of what he has. I don't think I've ever seen that word spelled. So then, Holy I love. Shit. I love that song for two reasons. One, the beat sounds like a Legend of Zelda temple. It sounds like they sampled the Legend of Zelda temple for it. Yeah, and then the second is he has one of the best punchlines I've ever heard in any rap song in Gambino's first. He uses one of the best punches. Uh, he's He says something like, uh, if, you ain't ta- if you ain't talking cash, don't say shit. Bank account looking like when little kids break shit. Ooh. <laughs> That's a clever verse. And when he said, the first time I heard it, I was like, like in like little kids break shit, and then he does that, and I was like, "Bro, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, come on, man!" And when when I showed it to Tyler for the first time, it took him a second too, and he was like, "Wait, what?" And yeah. then and then Ooh. I explained it. He's like, "Holy shit, that line is so good!" Like, That's like yeah, uh, no, that mixtape. You should if you're like not doing anything with the rest of your day, you should put yeah. that on at home. So okay, so um. Since we're on that topic of lyrics, I got I gotta say this too. Me and Tyler were talking about him the other day, and I think he knows where I'm leading now. But we were talking about uh we did a hurdle game on our episode, and 
we got to talking about J. Cole mm-hmm. and how good he was. Um, Tyler at one point, because uh, it's a little sneak peek, one of the songs was uh, Johnny P's Caddy. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler pulls up the lyrics from that. And here, let me get, let me pull those ones up real quick. Because... I love J. Cole. I always is, have. He is so fucking insane on that song. Um, Johnny... I've seen him twice. I'll always dog Tyler because um, he wasn't a fan and Young Thug was touring with him. And Tyler was like... He's like, I he would, didn't go he see was him. Like, he was like, I'd never pay money to see J. Cole. I'd never pay money to see him. And now, and now I'm sure he's like, ah, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. And that was right after um, uh, KOTD. Is that what the name of that album is? KOTD. Um, is it? I think so. K Or K-Dot. Or, no, it's not K-Dot. That's Kendrick. Okay. I was going to say that's not Kendrick. That's Kendrick Lamar. Okay, so uh, let me see. Did you listen to the new SZA album? Uh, KOD, 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 that's KOD. One. Yeah, that that one has counted up on it too. I fucking love that. Song. Yeah, uh, I did not listen to the SZA album. I should check that it's out. Fantastic. That's um, so yeah, I really because I you know I confused it for a schoolboy album. I so. could have killed you. That I, day. I know. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, it it looked like. I know. I know it's dumb, but it looked like it was his daughter, like sitting. I could, I could see why you would be confused about it because of the way he tweeted it and stuff yeah. like that. Not and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I can't believe it. So who's that kid on the front? <laughs> we dogged you for that. Yeah, I was so like, hard. "Well, who's the kid on the front?" And you're like, "That's SZA." I'm like, "Oh, but <laughs> oh my, that's SZA." <laughs> that kid. That, oh, that kid. kid is SZA. Yeah, right. Kid but anyway. Um. So yeah, Tyler said this on our podcast, but the first lyrics is for Jake Cole's verse on Johnny P's caddy is on the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions around the outline of chalks with the where the corpse is lying. Yeah, like oh my god, that's amazing in. And I I started listening to J. Cole a little more after I got home that night. And I, I'm sorry. I love Kendrick as much as the next person. But lyrically, J. Cole has every single person in rap beat out, in my opinion. Lyrically, he is so fucking good with his bars. It, it, that all depends because I'll, I'll put... Good Kid, Mad City against any project. Good Kid, wise. Mad City, and is... I think that's I think that's the best writing in any hip hop album out there. That's fair, but just what J Cole can do with certain verses is just it's so interesting. But, I mean, but even like, uh, well, not the art of storytelling. Uh, that's an E forty song. Um, like, sorry, real quick. Just no, wanted you're to, fine. Just wanted to shout two more verses out from him. He, he says, um, and this is from Interlude. This is one of my favorite songs. He says, um, just last week, so your mama weep, crying because she don't want to bury your brother. The blood leaks while the EMTs got to carry her by, got to carry your baby like surrogate mothers. Mm. Like shit like that is so clever. That's and so then, uh, the other one is, um, 
the other one, this one is so good. Uh, he said, my homie homie got out on parole. He sold Coca. He sold more Coca Cola than the soda industry. Holy shit! Just stuff like that is like, oh, it's so clever. Yeah. And obviously, you know, people do that in songs. They make cool connections. But it's just every time I hear J Cole, I I get more and more blown away. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. It's he's just so good. But like I. I don't discredit stuff like Good Kid, Mad City, and all that stuff. It's just every time you know, I and I know how good that whole thing mm. is. It's the fucking... the art of peer pressure is the one I was thinking mm. of. But and to be honest, but that, I, but that one you got to th- you think of that song by Kendrick where he's describing breaking and entering for the first yeah. time. That's that's that one yeah. where he's going at the end where he's like, "We made a left." Or we made a right, yeah. and then a left, and a right, and another right, and like it's those things. There are certain things like wordplay wise with people that are just unbeatable. Yeah, I, I was, I was sorry, I was texting no, Kevin fine. the other day um, because I was thinking about how I hear every rapper that ever influenced us when mm-hmm. Kevin does a song. I hear it. I hear everything, and I was listening to. Um, I know I'm going to get like, oh, my God, because I'm from certain people. Right. You know right. exactly what I'm saying. But Hobson, when Hobson was ah, yes. not not current Hobson, when Hobson Tyler was like. Turned off the exactly. When Hobson was like on Ill Mind 3 or Ill Mind 4 around there. But I was listening. I happened to have Ill Mind 4 on the other day because Ill Mind ah, yeah. 4, he absolutely just goes off. It, like lyrically, mm-hmm. lyrically, it's like one of the best ill minds. It might be the best ill mind. I think ill mind four might be the best ill mind. Um, but at one point, he says, "Just the alliteration in the in this one, bitch. I'm hotter than a UV ray. Hotter than the thought of Nicki Minaj naked making a booty shake. That UV ray with booty shake, and then that." That rhyme yeah. in the middle, that hotter than the thought of Nicki Minaj naked, right. make like just those little syllables that he's sitting with it. Mm-hmm. I could hear, like, I hear that in some of Kevin's stuff now, where he's just taking that scheme of like finding the middle rhymes that like really pop in in your stuff and throwing that within it, and like all those little the um. The J. Cole influence, like J. Cole does the Rest in Peace Uncle Phil line in Kevin's song No Time, which is one of my favorites he does. He uh he does he does the line about uh when the fam switched up Aunt Viv back in ninety three, which is a reference to Aunt Viv switching a- switching right, actresses yeah, switching halfway actresses. through the, and I didn't get that until like the fifth time I heard that song, and then I I got what I got that line, and I texted him and was like, "Yo, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how do you think of this shit? Like, how there's there's so they they have such a specific way. Jay Cole's one of those people who have such a specific way of thinking, yeah, and, about and, you songs, know, uh, about uh, dissecting it a certain yeah. way, and that's why that's why Hobson's so disappointing now because mm-hmm. he could be on that level. He could definitely have been on that level mm-hmm. if he just like if the ill mind kept working the way it was, but like. Man, he had such a bad label. No, he had such yeah. a bad yeah, label. His label definitely. The, uh, funk volume. Up. Funk volume is. He should have never just kept riding with them for as long as he did. Yeah, that, he had that terrible deals up. through his whole it, career. Uh, but I will say, like you know, I I will I will you know, I'm not saying like 
I do think J. Cole is the greatest ever. But, you know, he's had some flops. Like, the Jada and that Will line, I mean, it, it, it didn't quite hold up, you know? But it's still a good verse. It's just... It, it didn't quite. I mean, they're hold still together. To stand. They're still together. So they are. They are. <laughs> Somehow. Oh, real shit. That Jay and that uh, weird shit. Uh, yeah. Every time, one of my favorite videos is uh, uh this uh, TikTok guy made it. It's uh, so they're like, I want that dark skin love. Uh, that. Jaden then that Jaden that will love comes on. He turns it all the way down and then turns it back up. Oh like, man. Yep, that's that's pretty accurate now. The first time I saw J. Cole, I did not appreciate him for what he was. I saw him on tour with amazing. I saw him on tour with Drake. Um and all I wanted to do was see Drake at that point. Like yeah. 'cause that was that was the uh I'm a Drake fan. That was the Take Care era, dude. Everyone was a Drake fan. Oh, Everyone still is okay. a Drake fan. Yeah. And you think about that. I've said this a million times a million different places. People are probably so tired of me on this podcast. Um, but, uh, the you know, The weekend contributed most of that content that you hear on Take Care. Like, a lot of it is his writing, his vision, his sound. Really? Yeah. If you hear, you know the song Crew Love? Yes. There's a demo. That's the one The weekend's on in that album. Take your nose on my keyboard. Would you follow me for... You know, that one. Yeah. Because we blow like a sea for... Uh, that, there's a whole demo that's just The weekend of that song. Like, Drake <laughs> was an afterthought on that whole thing. And in fact, I feel like this is going to be the Tyler Brown episode. I might I might name this one that honestly. <laughs> but um I think the first time I heard that demo I was with Tyler and then it went to that part and I was like, wow. "Oh, okay. like that's but, um... that's it." But like you hear that the ride that's on the end of the album, that's all the weekend's vocals on the background. Good ones go is all the weekend. Uh there's there's a ton of that sound on his. Um, but okay. uh, on I that realize, tour, I didn't realize weekend was a thing in 2011. To be honest, yeah, baby, <laughs> he, he didn't even know OVO and EXO. OVO and EXO was a huge thing. The weekend and Drake were like a, uh, yeah, a huge no pairing for a while, like a huge Canadian pairing. Really, and then they had a huge. Wait, he's Canadian. I'm pretty sure the we are what? I'm pretty sure Abel's Canadian. <laughs> I'm getting so. I'm getting blown away. I might, I might be, ta- I what? might, I might absolutely be lying. If he's Canadian too, oh my god! Because he has, um, he has family in Buffalo. Really, he has a cousin that lives here. No kidding. Yeah, um, he's from Toronto. Yeah, from so Toronto. he's so Holy him shit. and Drake, they're from the same city. So like, yeah. OVOXO was a big thing because they were both like Toronto area people. But the weekend got bigger much later. Yeah, he had, clearly, yeah, much later. But I loved him back then because I yeah. knew, like, the one, I knew the influence he had for, uh, like, writing Drake's music. So that was, like, a big thing that I was like, oh, okay, like, he's he's ghostwriting for that. And I think I heard him on, like, on Drake's stuff that was, like, that was the great thing about mixtapes. With mixtapes, you could find, like, tons of people. Tons of people, tons yeah, of people. absolutely. So they had, like, there was a Drake weekend mixtape that they, like, put out. And it wasn't, it wasn't, like, an official thing, but it was, like, somebody collaborated and put together. Mm-hmm. 
and it had the song The Zone on it. I don't know if you know that song at all. Um, but it's from House, like the trilogy. Yeah. The trilogy one. So, like, House of Balloons are one of those ones. Um, and that one, I became a fan of him. I was like, okay, this is really good. Then I heard, man, Wicked Games been around forever, but you. The the weekend's done so much now as far as like hits and musically. Yeah, I didn't I don't, realize how much he's done. I don't know how, I don't know how many songs are better than Wicked Game. I love that song so much. I think that's one of the best songs he's ever done. Is that that like very sad stripper anthem that he puts out? Stripper. It is. It is. I left my girl back home. I don't love her no That's more. It is. It literally home. is. And she'll never fucking know that. These these fucking eyes that I'm staring at. The stripper that he's talking to. Let me see that ass. That's the next thing he says. He sings it beautifully. Let me see that ass. Look at all oh, this cash. That, that's oh, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a, it's an anthem about he's cheating on his girlfriend with a stripper, and, or his spouse or whoever, and he wants to get away for one night, and and do that. It, it's it's a beautifully sad song. It is a beautifully sad song when you think about it, mm-hmm. and and the terrible part you will never see him perform that song again anywhere. Probably not. Because of how many hits he has now. You'll never see that song again. You'll never see it again. Which one is it? Um, I just song off of Take Care of the Mouse. I loved him back when he had he had used to have the greasiest, ugliest dreads that you've ever seen in your entire life. The most horrid-looking dreads. And then he shaved them all right after Beauty Behind the Madness. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the cover of that album, he still has the dreads. Doing it wrong. That's mom loves that song. The Stevie Care. Oh yeah, the Stevie Wonder song. Yeah. No, I don't think it. Stevie Wonder plays the harmonica in it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that song. I think I turned mom onto that song. Yeah, mom loves that song because for that same reason you mentioned about um. This is exactly why people would rap hate Drake. Not not no no, but this is exactly why people would rap hate Drake because they're like, oh yeah, my mom loves this song (laughs) off of Take Care. They love Uh, it. You know, you you never look at like like that. You never hear someone go, oh yeah, my mom loves Young Dolph. Like that's never a thing. Oh, yeah, my mom? She Except like, for, like, moms in this era, I feel like. She's really into Nardo Wick, my mom. She <laughs> loves Nardo Wick. As, like, her favorite artist. Oh, my God. Does yeah. your mom have an ice cream tattoo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that the next Jesus. That's the era we're going Can gonna... you imagine someone's mom walking around going, Burr! That's the era. That's the era we're growing up in now. That's the era. Like all our all our kids are gonna be like they're gonna know certain songs Mom, that like we knew back me. in the day. Stop it! This is what young. This is what Gucci Mane would do, honey. Oh my god! So funny. That is funny. I uh, so shout out to we were kind of talking about we dabbled on stand up a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, 
last night, as at the time of this recording, last night I went to go see uh, Miss Pat over at Helium. Who, oh. I don't know if you've ever heard of her um, I through not. podcasting or anything like that. She's a, uh, fe- a, a black female comedian, uh, and she is one of the funniest people I've ever heard in my entire life. Nice. And her story is super inspiring. She uh, she had two kids very young. She's a crack dealer. She got shot twice. Um, she was in jail for – she got sentenced for five, only served a year and a half. Wow. And then got out and was like, I'm going to change my life and do something. Now she's been doing comedy for 20 years. She has a show on BET Plus, um, and she also uh, wrote a book that was nominated for an NAACP award. So she is she's, – wow. she's killing it. Um, but, man, I don't know – I don't know what happened in audiences – since COVID, but people are so fucking disrespectful now. Oh, and like, yeah. I wanted to address that real quick. I, there were so many people behind me in my section that just wouldn't stop talking, wouldn't stop. Both openers and Miss Pat told that section to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, at, at least once during each set, they were mm-hmm. told, shut the fuck up. Like, people are talking. There was this. I don't know what she was on. She was drunk or high or both or something like that. There was one who was heckling both starring comedians and ended up getting thrown out during this pet because she was so fucking disrespect and ruining everybody's time around us. She screamed out, scream. Uh, no. Oh, my God. She screamed out, <laughs> free R. Kelly at one point. And the comedian that was on just was like, shut the fuck up. Free R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly, I'm still waiting on that album. Oh, my God. Nope. <laughs> Not coming. He's too busy grooming young girls into joining his cult. Uh, fucking weirdo. Yeah, what a creep. But, man, like, as a performer, it's a, that's so fucking disrespectful to the people. It is. That it, like, and, you know, as a performer, people are always like, oh, you're supposed to deal with this stuff. You no, you should know how to cope with it. And it's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I should learn to deal with that stuff. But at the same time, they should be, they should learn to be respectful. Dude, they were they, so You have wild. to learn, you have to learn this stuff as a performer because of people like them. Not, just uh, disrespectful. They were so, yeah, they were yeah. so fucking disrespectful. Yeah, like just don't know how to. It shut was up so and, loud. It was yeah. so loud. It's that, that's almost worse than like being engaged to the comedian and not laughing. Mm-hmm. Right, because at least you still have the audience. If ha- like a quarter of the audience is talking over you, that's such a fucked up thing. Yeah, and they did it for all of them. It wasn't even like it, right, just one person. And then when they got like called that. out on it, they bl- they had the nerve to blame the waiter that was like handling their section <laughs> and say that it was wow. his fault because he keeps coming by. What a loser! What a loser that waiter is. You know. <laughs> doing his job. Like, you're doing ordering shit. Why do you keep ordering shit, then? Like, tell him, go away during the show. I'm good on this. There's a two-item minimum, but you order drinks, that's it. Get drinks and, like, a sampler plate, like me and Julie got. We got drinks each, we got a sampler plate. Julie got, like, a brownie dessert. Mm-hmm. Great time. But, yeah. like, and I fucking, like... I don't know if you've ever been to a stand-up show before. If not, yeah, we I should know. go this year. Yeah, we should go this year because there are good people are always at Helium. Nice. Um, 
But we should go because there's that environment. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Like people are there to laugh. They're there to have fun. They're like all these people are fucking obnoxious. And I don't know if some people just knew them like her from like her show and mm-hmm. like just didn't know much for her comedy and like didn't know how to act in like a comedy setting or right. anything like yeah. that. Well, you don't fucking do that. It's just like going to a restaurant or something. You know, you just be polite, except don't have a conversation. You're there to listen to someone. You yeah. Know? No, it's for real. Nice. It's and it's so does especially like for her because she's like <laughs> yeah she's a yeah. really she's kind of a big deal. I've mm-hmm. liked her for a couple of years. In fact, um, yesterday I didn't even know she was in town. So Friday night is typically like my date night with Julie. Yeah. So we'll either stay home and and do something, but like. This year, I'm really trying to make it a point. Like, we're married now. I really want yeah, to make it go a point out to, like, stuff. go out and do something. Like, we deserve to go be doing that. Mm-hmm. So I am I was on the Step Out Buffalo page. Shout out Step Out Buffalo. And they, uh, I happened to see that she was in town. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this would be really fun to do. Yeah. So I ended up texting her, like, do you remember Miss Pat, the comedian? She was like, yes. no, not offhand. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was like, well, we're going to see her tonight. Uh, we're gonna go to Helium, and she li- she likes stand up, so she was like, oh, cool, right, like cool, that'll be yeah. a fun thing. And then uh, she, uh, and then like an hour later, she texts me. She goes, "Is that the one that talks about the crack babies?" And I was like, "Yes, that's her. That's like because she calls all her fans crack babies because uh, she used to be a crack dealer. Yeah, and so we're all her crack yeah, babies she now. Calls everyone crack baby. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I have heard of her. For she sure, was then. like, and she goes, uh, she said something <laughs> in the show about like. She was like, and I actually peddled that. She she was like, she was like, I actually sold crack, so you guys are all my crack babies. She's like, Beyonce is the beehive. I've never seen her make no honey or something like that. <laughs> it was like, it was so funny. It's so true. But like, man, I I felt so embarrassed. Like I, I wish I wasn't in that section. Like yeah. I I wish that I had been away from that section because I I just felt so embarrassed to be around those people. When I was trying to be respectful and watch her show and listen exactly, to her perspective yeah. of, like, where she came from. Because it's so, like, her story is so crazy. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. She has one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. And to be in that show is honestly, like, a pleasure. And she's in town tonight, too. This will probably come out oh, uh, nice. this afternoon. So she's yeah. in town. Ta- if you're listening day of this coming out, <laughs> uh, she is in town uh, tonight, the 14th. Yeah, I was going to um, say, it's 14th. But uh, it, it was honestly such a pleasure. And, like, there's no respect. Some people just don't know how to fucking act. And it, it's a shame. It really is a damn it shame. Is, it is a shame. Yeah. 100%. If you ever come see my shows and you act like that, I will have you thrown out. There's so many times I've been wanting that because I know Shay's performers do it. There's so many times where there's someone being disrespectful and I just feel like getting off stage and escorting them out. It does kind of ruin it for everybody. Though. That's yeah, the exactly. Other thing it ruins like it that. for everyone else, though. So it's like, fuck, I can't really do that. You right. Know? So Cause it, just, you, that's why you just got to kind of hold it. You could even, like, like you throw off the performers sometimes that Exactly, way yeah, exactly. And, like, it's, so it, so it's hard to know what to do in those situations because of that. And then, yeah, and then they get thrown off, and then they're like, well, they're not very good. And you're like, well, maybe you shouldn't be fucking talking. Yeah, for you're real. Throwing them off. For real. You know, so. 
I don't know. But, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. Uh, Matt Reeves is reportedly deep into writing the Batman. Sequel. I did hear that this week. That. Yeah. yeah, I did hear that. I'm. That's very exciting. I'm very excited for the Penguin show when they finally do that because that'll be because I've heard that's going to connect directly. Into, yeah, like, that's the, connecting the Batman to his plot line. That um, will be cool. And I'm I'm excited to see where they're going to take the direction of this Penguin. Yeah, because he's good. I really like the Colin Farrell take on him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and, you know, speaking of actors, um, congratulations to everyone that won a Golden Globe yes. in such. Um, what's her name? Angela Bassett? Bassett. I, uh, Bassett, thank you. Um, she dedicated her speech to Chadwick, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I love Chadwick Boseman, and there's just... I'm, I'm sorry, but there will never be another yeah. Black Panther. And uh, shout out to I'm I'm so sorry. I'm going to say your name wrong. Uh, it's Ki Hui Kwan. Uh, he was one of the actors in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw that movie, but he was also he's the little boy in Indiana Jones. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, he won a Golden Globe and. Uh, he just talked about how after doing the Indiana Jones movie, he thought that his child career was going to be – that was it. Yeah. Like, that was the best that he could ever do. And he was so proud to be up there and to prove himself wrong that, no, that isn't it. It's now. You yeah. Know? Like I finally made it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to him because, you know, I know the struggle of that and trying to – Trying to you know build up to that point. That's yeah, really we've tough. all been there for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, good for them. I uh, I don't watch the Golden Globes usually. Um, just no. typically yeah. I have other stuff going on. I yeah, uh, I didn't watch the Golden Globes. This is all stuff that you I know, did kind of keep up with it though. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did kind of keep up, and I saw that certain people won that definitely deserved it this mm-hmm. year. Um, um, but. Unshout out to Justin Rowland. I don't know if you know who that is. That is the co-creator of Rick and Morty. He's been charged for domestic violence. Oh, yeah. very nice. Um, charged with domestic battery and false imprisonment. But unshout uh, out to him. Why? Why? Well, I know Rick and oh, Morty's such a weird show that like it is a weird show, but it's you know, and I have heard the writers have to be whacked out though. Yeah, I heard the first season was actually it was pretty bad because um, the actor that played Rick would actually get drunk and just you know do that, which is I understand method acting, but that's very yeah, it's dangerous. taking it too far. That's, that's very very dangerous. Far. So you got to be careful doing that stuff, but um. Anyway, to something I know you'll be happy and excited for, the new Dead Space remake is looking pretty good. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, you did see it. It's looking. It's coming out in about two weeks. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting to, Man, to dive into again. I can't wait. I fucking love Dead Space. It looks really good, and I'm loving it. It's a very underrated awesome. game, very creepy game. Uh, very hard for me to leave that one off of uh, the top ones I had for the PS3 yesterday oh, when I talked oh, about yeah. that console. Um, but I, I have some great memories with Dead Space, dude. It's All three came a... out on the PS3, didn't it? Yes. Not one of them was for the four. I don't think so. Huh. 
Wow. I don't think so. It had uh, it had all the dead spaces. It had two Grand Theft Autos and mm, then five yeah. had one Grand Theft Auto or four had one Grand Theft Auto. And then one Grand Theft Auto went on for each fucking system for so long. Crazy to think For like about. 10, 12 years now. Mm, yeah. It's crazy. It's got- um, I know dad would kick my ass if I didn't mention this. So um, rest in peace, uh, Lisa Presley. Yes. By the way. Yeah, um, Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, I heard she had went into cardiac arrest, and uh, then she passed away shortly after. So rest in peace. Yeah, Hope weird you're... start to this year. Like, I know. There's so many deaths, so many things. It's just so – it's so fucking – People just like beating their wives it's, and shit. It's – this is – this is – I keep hearing all this stuff. I'm like, this This is the start of the year? Really? Yeah. This is ridiculous already. Um, but I don't know. I, I'll ask you. This is a, this is either sad news or good news. Um, a very interesting Reeves, what you're about to ask. Matt Reeves' Batverse will most likely stay separate from James Gunn. Good. Good? Good. You think so? Whatever. Keep yeah. it in its own world. Don't Let's have see, him ruin it. See, yeah, I knew you would probably feel that way about it, but Tyler, I know, is also like, just fucking join the worlds together. Just get it fucking done and over with, you know? But I also do understand the fact that, you know, keep them separate, you know? And so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because James Gunn can bring in his own version of Batman. I don't know. If you're going to keep, if you're going to keep, like, the direction that you're going with these Batmans going, then keep it separate. Yeah. Keep it separate. That's fair. That's, That's just like fair. it's got its own vibe right now. Oh yeah. And it's so good. I've been I've been thinking about it. I gotta watch it again soon. <laughs> but uh it's just that movie was such a damn good vibe. It was. It was really good. I loved it. There are people that just, there are some people that poked a lot of holes in the movie and they're like, It's that's horrible, but I I love that movie. People know it's a comic book movie, right? Exactly. It's a comic book movie. It's not based in reality, you know? Dude, like, you're not going to poke holes in it for me. That's a guy, it's a grown man dressed as a bat running around a giant city that you expect isn't dead after the first 48 hours. Exactly. Exactly. Anything else, you can (laughs) suspend your disbelief for. I promise you. He's got a buddy, uh, like, fucking a thousand miles away who flies, and if you throw a green rock at him, he'll probably pass away. Like, Probably pass away. It's, it's just so stupid to think. And yeah. I know this is coming from me who didn't like uh, Batman versus Superman, but that wasn't done right. That's the problem. It was. It's it just was the so execution bad. was really bad of that so movie. Bad. It's there were no holes to poke in that movie because it was one giant hole. Like you can't poke holes in another in a, a giant hole. Like you can't do it. Wow, your mom's name is Martha. My mom's name is Martha. We should be friends. I hate that movie. It's so bad. They did such a bad job with that. It was just a really hard era and. <laughs> Superhero times. I know. Um, what else I got for you? Um, I don't know if you've been. Uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up. I uh, I know you don't watch it, but um, the boys producer they're working on season four right now, and right now, it's 
the most disgusting thing they've seen so far. Oh, good. That's great. <laughs> so it's going to be pretty gross. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to top last seasons, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's. I definitely need to get into that show yeah. way more. So uh, some other news that I, I found funny because I read it this week. It's just... It's funny, but it's also not funny. Michael Bay is facing charges for allegedly killing a pigeon in what Italy. The fuck? So I guess, like, I don't know if it was him or one of his crewmates. I guess they were filming in Italy and someone, like, was pushing a dolly and, like, rode over a pigeon. Oh my God. So I don't know if it was an accident or not. I have no clue. But. I guess it is uh, illegal to kill any kind of bird in Italy to protect birds. Yeah. So so he's facing charges for killing a pigeon. Bobbity boop, you killed a pigeon. Bobbity boop, he killed a pigeon. <laughs> uh, I'm and dumbass. speaking of killing things, um, Pepsi also killed Sierra <laughs> Mist. Did you hear that? What? Pepsi killed Sierra Mist, and they started a new soda line. It's called Starry. Huh. Yeah. Here's the new bottle and can. And everything oh, like I hate that. it. Yeah. It I hate it. It looks so bad. That's stupid. It Why did like, they do that? It looks like Sierra Mist anyway. I don't know. Why Who it, knows? Why? 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 To rival the popularity of Sprite. Pepsi is ditching Sierra Mist in a new in a uh, in favor of a new lemon lime, caffeine free soda called Starry. Go fuck with yourself. High citrus flavors that are true to fruit, and more uh, aromatic, or, or aromatic than Sierra Mist. Why, man? You really like Sierra Mist? <laughs> it's just it's just dumb. Why did they change it? I know there's really no point for it, but you know. I don't fucking they felt the need to do it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, it is what it is. Ah. As Steve says, at least. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Damar Hamlin did get released from the hospital. I do want to hey, mention that because that, sure. that was huge this week. Um, huge. Can't believe that. He recovered as well as he did that quickly. Um, yeah. The big Bills win for him uh, last Sunday. That was a really, really, really powerful way to keep our season going. Playoffs tomorrow uh, against the Miami Dolphins, uh, which they're without their first and second string quarterback. So they're starting their third string quarterback uh, with half their offensive line out injured. So... I'm expecting good things. Yeah, expecting good things. Expecting good things. Uh, most likely it'll be the Bengals that we get next week if we move on. Yeah. And that'll be – I'm excited to finally get to that game yeah. now that we've moved through everything. And uh, then probably Big Daddy Chiefs after that. Big Daddy so Chiefs. Big Daddy Chiefs. Uh, and then if we do that, Super Bowl – God, I want it. So I think the city needs it after this year. I think the city deserves it. I think the city really, really could use that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Between, between the shooting, between the snowstorm, between everything else that's happened, it's just like the city needs something to be able to celebrate. Ah, uh, Speaking of Childish Gambito, 
He's making new music. Mm. Donald Glover revealed in his Golden Globe interview that he's making music right now. I love it. I thought he was done. Yes. Hopefully it's a rap album. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's a rap album. That's that's what I hope for. If it really is, finally, is the last of his music, I hope it's a rap album. Many, many I, I will... I will admit though, I love like I love that um that soul music that he does. I really do. Like um I know. I know the other one he made flopped, but um what is it called? It's some weird number. Uh three fifteen twenty. Oh yeah. Uh I know that album didn't do great. No, it but wasn't even good. a few songs on there I fucking love. But um yeah, I hope it's a rap album. I really do. It's just better when he does that. I don't know. It is. I, I mean, I think I don't give Childish enough credit because he has made one of my favorite songs of all time, which is Sober. I I love that song. I, every time I hear that song, I have to listen to it. And it's for the same reason that mom likes um, Take Care and uh, what's the song with uh, – uh, is it? I fall for your type. Oh with, yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx and Drake. Yeah, uh, it's it's such a it's a beautiful song, but the lyrics are so sad. Yes, I and agree. It's I just I love that song because he's talking about now our relationship's over. I'm never gonna be sober yeah. again. And he, and he can't believe it, but now he's so high. It's so good. And and. You know, and then throughout the whole thing, he's still trying to get her back, but but he's just you know he screwed up and it's too late. You yeah. know, and, but but the whole song it's happy and cheery and light, and it's like you wouldn't realize how sad the lyrics are if it would if it wasn't for how light and campy yeah. it is. You know, it's like "Hey Ya" by Outkast. Exactly, it's the saddest. That's exactly. the happiest breakup song ever. It is. <laughs> We're, it is. It's the happiest it's, breakup song It's a ever. whole breakout. And even Andre 3000 at one point before the second chorus says, y'all don't want to hear the lyrics. You just want to dance. He yeah, says oh, that yeah. in the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like you realize, oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Like, it's just such a catchy song. Yeah, because if you listen to the lyrics, it's pretty damn sad. Pretty damn sad. <laughs> it's pretty damn sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of it for this week, buddy. Yeah, really. I can't. I can't think of much else to report. Yeah. On. So next weekend's kind of up in the air as far as we can decide what you want to do. But I'm going to be away. I'm going to. Be oh in yeah, DC that's right. Next weekend, or I'm flying to DC uh, Thursday this week uh, for a much needed tiny little break. So you know, if oh you want to bring, if you want to bring in like a guest host or something to yeah. take my place. Feel this free. Is, this is crazy. Yeah, you. This is this is the first time you get like full like podcasting power. Yeah, now it's the Torres brothers, and you ditch me. I know. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> Immediately moving the show backwards <laughs> in the direction. Um, catch Ben on what's going on every Wednesday. Yes, um, we're back yes. to our regular um, editing schedule with that, so yeah. we'll be back on time this week. And check um, Danny out over at Eat Sleep List yes. with the Pod Father himself, Matt Johnson. Yes, we are. Um, 
our video game console episode is out. Yes. And that was one of the most fun ones I've ever done. And you get a bonus list with it, people. Come on. Yes, exactly. Check it out. It's a two-for-one, baby. Two-for-one. Um, check out Cheese, uh, Cheese Man over at Goat Games. Mm-hmm. Um, their newest episode is out now. Um, check him out at twitch.tv slash Steve, the number four cheese. Yes, sir, if you want to hear more from our cousin Tyler, go mm-hmm. check out Noise Candy. Yes, uh, usually every Friday or Saturday, depending on what the when they record mm-hmm. and when music is dropping. Yes, they just did the 2022 year review. That was yes, great. That was I great. That episode. That was a that was a, a very a fun episode. Um, yeah, and make sure uh, you catch up on our old episodes too, if you haven't yes. gone back and listened to holiday episode and everything like that. Uh, because I know we were on the delay, but everything is up and out now. So make sure you are doing that. Yes, sir. Uh, make sure you uh, check out. Starry Night Theater's production yes. of Frankenstein opening February 16th, 17th, something like that. Let me see, just to confirm. I think it's I think it's that it's the weekend after the Super Bowl. It is so the sixteenth. It's the sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth in the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th yes. of February. Those, so if you're yeah. interested. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, people. You will not see me and Dan on stage very often. Yeah, it, does not ha- it does not happen that often. Not not as much as I, I want. I was going to gonna say, don't don't cancel the impossible. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it just it does not happen often. Yes. You know? So definitely come check it out. Yeah, it's the cast great. is great. The cast yeah, is doing fantastic. Yeah, the cast fantastic. is phenomenal. I love this cast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Come check it out if you get the chance. Yeah. Um, other than that, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Well, I won't see you guys next week. Yeah. Someone will be here but next yeah, week or I'll we'll see take guys. a tiny, tiny break. But Ben will. Yeah, I'll be here for you guys. Ben will we'll be see here. What's, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on. We'll, we'll get something fun cooking for you guys. But um, for now, we'll end the show the way we always do with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.